This is the hot spot. All right. Thanks for coming on to the show. Avery Raquel. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, so I'm Avery. Uh, I'm an alternative soul singer-songwriter, uh, and I'm in Toronto, Ontario. Uh, and thank you for having me on. I'm really thrilled. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's fun. So I didn't realize where you were from, so you're up there in Canada, huh? I am. Yeah, oh, that's right on. So <laughs> being up in Canada, like, what's hot right now up there? As far as music goes, uh, not the weather, <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as music goes, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, the typical stuff. I mean, everyone praises Drake and the weekend and Justin Bieber and whatnot. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's such a variety of music in Toronto. Um, the music scene is crazy. And I know that the jazz music scene in Toronto in particular is, um, is pretty accepting and the soul community. So, um, it's there's lots Sweet. going on and lots of different um, genres to poke your head into whenever you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. I've, I've never made my way up there, but I want to at some point because I know that it's like it's very eclectic. There's a lot of scene, different scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you? That was one of my questions actually. How did you get into jazz? Um, you seem obviously you're on the younger side. So anybody yeah. in our generation, my, myself included, it's you kind of have to go out of your way to listen to jazz and whatnot. So I'm interested to hear your, like your inspirations for that. Yeah. And I mean, nowadays I'm not uh, really a jazz singer, um, but I started out that way um, because I think musically it, it supplied a really wonderful basis for any other genre of music that you want to learn after that. Um, but I kind of totally. started singing jazz when I was about seven because my parents had introduced it to me. Um, and I kind of just really liked the idea of it right when I found out about it. Um, and then I started doing my own research uh, not long after that. And I started finding all these old school artists and I started listening to vinyl because I love albums. And um, and that's kind of totally. how my love yeah. for it blossomed, I guess. But honestly, everything is influenced by jazz. Rock and roll is influenced by jazz. Like literally everything, blues, soul, pop. Um, so... I think it's good to have that basis before you try, you know, figuring out your own sound because uh, it gives you a lot more freedom. Um, but that's kind of how I got into it. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, jazz that I really enjoy myself is like <clears throat> the, the freedom of expression and like the yeah. improvisation, you know, like there's there's certain things mm-hmm. that probably have happened in recording studios around around the world just improvised you know that just were happened to happen at that one moment that are so iconic and the basis for so much music these days so it's really cool no absolutely like I, i think that with um jazz music in particular it's like like you said like it's almost a freedom of speech like people are able to say what they're feeling without using any words at all which i think is really interesting um because music overall in my opinion is a giant language that everyone in the world can universally speak in some capacity um which makes it something that's really special so when you put jazz into the equation it's pretty much just musicians on stage having a conversation without words which i think is pretty cool (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. I really, I like the way that you phrase that right there. It's like having a conversation without words. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's poetic. That's good. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But, but for real, you know, like, 
even me as a DJ, you know, we do like little small scratches and stuff like that. And when you're not in front of a crowd on your own, you know, you're hanging out, doing it all on your own and, and really putting it down. And like I said, it just comes down to the improvisation and you find like it's weird, different like patterns and stuff mm-hmm. that that you get from from that, you know, just live expression. And when it comes down to music is beautiful because it's just notes it's just like a finite amount of notes. So Mm -hmm. you learn the notes and you just kind of like feel it out. I don't know how to tell, I don't know how to tell people like (laughs) you just hear it, but you just hear it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's fun. So, um, speaking of like music and, and, uh, and your love for jazz are, are you creating all of the melodies and compositions yourself and all of your music? Yeah. So for, my last record which was my hard away which came out in 2018 um that record most of the songs in there were co-written with my producer at the time which was great and because it was kind of my first album of all original music um and so to have someone support mm-hmm. me like that was really wonderful but it taught me how to write on my own so this my up-and-coming project which is going to be released in march but two songs have already been released um i did all the chords music lyrics and everything by myself because in may of 2020 when covid hit like there's literally nothing to do as a musician and i think everyone felt that way and so i just i put all of my focus on writing so in the month of may in 2020 i wrote uh three to four songs a week for the whole month um just to kind of challenge myself and uh, it turned out really positively and i have an album out of it now which is great so we recorded the album throughout 21 oh, badass. So yeah, just, you know um it helps but yeah so everything is is myself <laughs> except for the the instrumentation i've hired these That's... lovely musicians to help me out sure sure um yeah that was actually i'm glad you touched on that because that was something i wanted to ask you as well i know that covid came through and really like shook up things for everybody everybody's changed their plans and I was going to ask you what kept you busy. And it sounds like you were just creating and making more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like it was tough. You know, like I as a songwriter, you want to write based off of, you know, real life. But what happens when life's not really happening? <laughs> so I, I kind of right. had to step back. That is tough. Find something to focus on um, in a way that I could still make things interesting. So, yeah, like some of it like was personal to me, but some of it is also me making up stories or me thinking of maybe a situation that my friend went through a while ago something like like just small cues uh-huh. to help me oh, yeah, fun. create music um that still says something to me in some capacity and that others can still relate to um but like throughout covid sure. well before i was doing maybe like 40 to 50 shows a year um and then it just went to absolutely nothing <laughs> so um we kind of started a live stream Uh we've stopped it now but it was bi-weekly so it was every other saturday and um we brought on guests uh, maybe like two to three guests each show um and you know they just came on and they sang or they promoted something or they talked about the music industry or they just ranted about it (laughs) like it was kind of just just a a platform for people to stay active and and keep their name out there and whatnot and and yeah, it was super yeah. fun. And oh, that sounds fun, yeah. The great thing about it is that it grew into something that, like, I didn't think it would. So it started out with just, like, you know, people that I knew and friends and colleagues and whatnot that I've grown up with. But then it eventually turned into, like, everywhere around the mm-hmm. world. We had guests from, like, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Costa Rica, um, the, all over the Hell states, yeah. across Canada. So it was, it was really <laughs> awesome. And 
we had Grammy winners and we had Juno nominees and we had Broadway stars and all this sort of stuff. So it was really cool. Oh, um, how cool. So I guess some yeah, positive no, things no have kidding. come out of COVID, I guess. <laughs> Sure, sure. The good old snowball effect. You don't know what's yeah. happening and you're just like, oh, we're doing it now. It's running. You know, <laughs> exactly. it's kind of funny because the, you know, we were already in a tra- headed in a trajectory where like a lot of stuff was headed online already. But then mm-hmm. COVID came through and I feel like we all really turned into our phones and and had to had to kind of, you know, create our platforms and really like solidify platforms online and I'm just I, I like mm-hmm. I like the direction that everybody's headed in and the liberation that it gives everybody, you know, working from home and whatnot. Yeah. So you're right. There has been mm-hmm. a lot of good things that have come out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also comforting to know just that um, everyone's going through it. Like you're not going through it alone. So, yeah, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. there's going to be someone feeling the exact same thing that you are, which is somewhat comforting. Sucks for them to feel that way. But but it's comforting to know that other people I know. are going through it, especially in the music industry. It's been tough. No, I totally I, I feel oddly and I, I really I share in that same emotion for sure. It's mm-hmm. kind of a strange feeling, but you're like. You treat every single person on the street, and this is how we should treat everybody all the time. But now, these days, like we treat every single person on the street, like, uh, or I do, anyways, like they've lost someone super close to them, like yesterday. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. uh, that used to be like the biggest thing was losing somebody, and these days it's just every other day. So it's fucked. But eh. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, without uh, without further ado, I really want to give everybody a taste of your music. And then we can hop back on and maybe talk a little bit more about this new album and promote it and whatnot and get into some other stuff. What do you say? For sure. So where should I where should I begin? I'm uh, I'm on YouTube. I can I can hop on anything, any other kind of platform. But uh, um, I mean, everything's on Spotify as well. So on any streaming service. So if you wanted to hop over there um yeah which one should just uh just hit me with a song and i'll go ahead and do some searches for it on all the platforms yeah uh you can try helpless okay let's do that one and uh while we're just hanging out here waiting for me why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where you can where they can find you on social medias and whatnot yeah absolutely um Pretty much everything is the same, uh, Avery Raquel Music, um, except for Twitter, because, of course, there's too many characters um, for them. <laughs> so it's real <laughs> Avery Raquel on uh, Twitter. But other than that, everything's Avery Raquel Music. And uh, same with Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Reverb Nation, like literally everything. <laughs> so the list goes on. Right on. Yeah, keep it keep it uniform. That's a, the best way to do it. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you for stopping by uh, the hot spot over here, bongmindsentertainment.com. It's your boy, DJ Tykes. We're having fun over here with uh, Avery Raquel. Thanks again for coming out, and we're tuning into Helpless right now. Thank you. Entertainment. We highlight today's most promising stars and today's mega superstars. The hotspot. Stars bright, sudden falls, and we feel it's up. And everything stops. You're back, back. 
Spot that was Avery Raquel. That one was called Helpless. That was a bop. Thank you again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm really, I'm really digging that new sound on this new album for sure, for sure. Thank Some you. of the stuff yeah. from uh, 2018 that you had me listening to was uh, was definitely the slow, more ballad like ones, and that was a real that 
that was a jam. I really liked that a lot. I liked the ballads as well, but that was really almost had me dancing out here in my car. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So this so this new album that's that you have coming out, it's a uh, go ahead and tell us again the the name of it and when it's expected to be out. Uh, so it's going to be self-titled um, because it's kind of the first project of mine that has been entirely me. <laughs> um, and it's very yeah. much my new kind of sound and everything. So we're just going to call it, you know, my name, which is Avery Raquel. Um, but it should be out March 10th. And I'm very excited. <laughs> Sweet. March 10th. Man, that's going to come up before we even know it. I know. I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. After this past year and these past couple of years, it's like I said, time's going to go by crazy quick. And that's that's when my birthday is as well. So we're going <laughs> to. Oh, good. <laughs> <Yep>. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're really also you're a really talented writer. And you were telling us earlier that this album kind of it, it has a it's a conglomerate of themes, some things that you've actually experienced and some things that are just kind of like stories that you've thought of. And I, I notice a lot of like themes and experiences um, in love. So do you want to talk about that at all? Or are we going to hear a lot more of that theme in the, from this mm. album? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the easiest thing for writers to write about is love. And that's just because everyone feels it and we go through it and we know how to relate to it really easily mm -hmm. as a listener. Um, so, you know, Helpless was about a real situation um, and, you know, a lot of the other songs on the record are, um, but generically enough so that it's relatable to the listener. Some of the other songs um, maybe were, were written about a situation that happened to me, but can be twisted into a different situation that's happened to someone else. So it's very, you know, um, there's there's still some gray area in there for you to yeah. you know, relate. Um, but with regards to the song, the one of them in particular, um, I won't say which one because mm -hmm. you'll see in March. Um, <laughs> but the one of them in particular, I'm writing about like a, a, an entire situation in <laughs> lots of detail about something that happened on a night of going out or something like that. And it's not, it, none of it's real. Um, and every time I sing it live, people are like, does that really happen? No, I just needed ideas for songs. <laughs> but it turned out well. And um, honestly, <laughs> I think it's a good challenge for writers to do stuff like that because then you're allowing yourself to relate to a situation that hasn't happened to you. And that's hard to do, <laughs> I think. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Um, I, it always like, while you were saying that it brought me brought to mind the song tequila or, uh, what happened by sublime. I think they're, you know, they just cover mm -hmm. stuff. So somebody probably else wrote it, but, uh, but yeah, you know, just a wild night probably didn't happen, but <laughs> yeah. super yeah. funny. That That's awesome. Well, we really look forward to, to hearing all of those stories. And I think you're killing it. Like I was listening to your music nice. and I think that you, as far as if you need any feedback when it comes to relatability, like you're killing it. I, all of those songs I'm sitting, you know, it's that feeling of being like, damn, this was written, you know, how does it feel so relatable, even though this is just some random thing that I'm just listening to right now, you know? Right. Well, no, absolutely. Nice. <laughs> I totally got that vibe from it for sure. Um, awesome. So you were also telling me earlier about a song that did particularly well 
And I definitely want to bust that joint in a couple minutes here. But why don't you go ahead and tell us about that song that you had that made the billboards? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it was in 2020, right before the lockdown. Um, <laughs> good timing. And it pretty much like we wanted to do something um, that involved a remix. However, I'm far removed from EDM. And and like, I, I mean, not too far removed that I don't <laughs> like acknowledge it because I think it takes a lot to be able to produce music like that. Um, yeah, it's overwhelming. It is, there's yeah, a lot there's a of lot it, to be on. honest. And, and, yeah. and, you know, it's, I'm, as you can tell by my music, I'm a very chill person. <laughs> so I, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was surprised that, you know, as a team, we thought we would try going in that direction just for one song, just to like get it remixed because I had already had it written. Yeah. It was already released. And I so love we, that. Yeah, so we That's got awesome. remixed by this uh, guy in Sweden. His name is Stonebridge. Um, and, uh, so we took it to him and he did something up and then he sent it out to, oh, I can't remember, like between five to 10 other DJs who did something with it. And we put it all onto a big EP. So there's like a house mix, there's a radio mix, there's the extended version. Like, I, like there's a club mix, all of it. Like it's all there and it's just this one song. Um, but in particular, uh, I think it was the radio edit of the song pieces that hit uh, number 30 on a billboard chart and we weren't really expecting it because it was on a dance club chart um which i guess it makes sense for this the remix but at the same time just as an artist i was like oh well i'll i'll take anything honestly <laughs> i'll take i'll take a dance club chart <laughs> yeah um, no kidding that's badass yeah, was, no for it real was pretty cool and um what basically what it was doing is kind of just putting my music out into a different genre for a different audience to hear. And then maybe saying, I wonder what the original sounds like and going back and, and listening to that. So right. it's an interesting little strategy, Totally, but it was also really fun at the same time. <laughs> and the unfortunate thing, I love that. Is that I was booked to go to California to do a little club circuit and then COVID happened and I couldn't do it. I know. Oh, no. So hopefully it, it you know, happens. Again. Oh yeah. I got to get, got get in touch with that organizer again. Yeah, For sure. Exactly. That, so, that's so cool. Yeah, but it did well. And, uh, you know, it was an experience. Will I do it again? I have no idea. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. And uh, now I can say I was on a dance club. Well, uh, <laughs> these DJs, these DJs are conniving. They're going to take your stuff and use it anyways. And then you'll, right. then you'll, uh, you'll be like, oh, that was hot. Wait, did I even, wait, <laughs> did we even do anything for that? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Hey, it's a, I think that that's really clever, though, as a good strategy. And, uh, you know, as far as that goes, like, shoot, I think Drake is like my ultimate person to bring up when it comes to he's just the smartest music. He's the smartest musician in the whole industry right now. He's so savage with his like the things that he does. Like he man's made a birthday song there's a someone's got a birthday <laughs> every day of the year someone's got a birthday exactly yeah. <laughs> that was clever that was clever yeah. so you always got to think outside the box um but without mm -hmm. further ado let's go ahead and take a look at this one and then maybe we can chat a little bit more about it if you'd like um so which i've actually got a sure. few radio edits pulled up right here is it the stonebridge damien hall yeah it would be the stonebridge damien hall um yeah Perfect. radio edit and i think it's the second one on the list of those eps um i on in the ep it's 
beside it in brackets, it's like ST, like, I don't know. It's like this whole abbreviated thing. It starts with an S, but <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one yeah. of those remixes. Either well, one, honestly, is fine, but they do both sound very different. So it's your, your pick, I guess. Okay, we'll see which one I have going and, it, you know, just hit the or something, you know, <laughs> if it's wrong. All right, check it out. It's uh, Avery Raquel with Pieces. And uh, while we're at it, why don't you go ahead and tell them who we're listening to right here, right now. Hey, so my name is Avery Raquel and you're listening to my remix of Pieces. Enjoy. All right, no doubt. This is the hot spot. It's your boy DJ Tykes. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy. This guy, is this the right one? We good? Sure, we can do this one. We could do the other one too, though. <laughs> Let's do the one that you want to do. Sure. I think it would be the second, or like whatever the other top two ones are at the top of the list. Do you have like a Stan account on uh on YouTube? Maybe that's the um, maybe I'm on like someone's fake profile for you or some shit. Mm. Um, well, it's probably easier to find it on like Apple Music or Spotify. Okay, yeah, I just I just recently discontinued my Spotify, unfortunately, but I really want to find this for you here. So we're gonna we're gonna give it a go here. Bitchin'. Enjoy, y'all. I'm always meant to fail. 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 I'm always meant to fail.
back again that was avery raquel pieces that is if you want to check that one out for yourself that's the sthlm radio edit you can find that on youtube uh spotify apple music all that jazz Ooh, that's a bop i see why that hit some charts i love that man i love that it's a <laughs> great you. melody and yeah, then you put fun. it over the over the kind of house track Ooh, that's fire mm-hmm. i like that thank you no doubt I definitely, I was, that was one of the songs that I was listening to before, before our chat, just uh, researching and whatnot the last couple oh, cool. days. And yeah, man, it's funny. It takes me, I'm like, sometimes I feel like a melody deaf, but it, it takes me just like a few times to listen to a song. And then I, I hear it again and I'm like with new ears. And I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? That was great. Hell yeah. I really enjoyed that one <laughs> a lot. They, uh, thanks out here in California where I'm at. House is like super, super popular. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, for sure. And like, I'm kind of, I just moved out here. So it's a little bit of a different music scene than what I'm used to. But, um, but yeah, I've really been enjoying getting into house myself. And I could see cranking up the BPM on that, uh, another 10, another 10 or so, (laughs) and really get things jumping. I, ooh, I might, I might just, uh, I might just ask for some stems on that myself. dip in (laughs) maybe (laughs) right on so um let's see that anything else about that track any uh any other fun situations that came out of that uh that whole thing that whole debacle i'm sure you had a you had fans from all over the place hitting you up yeah i mean it it sparked some interest you know it brought over some people that started to listen to my regular music and were like oh this isn't the same (laughs) um (laughs) So oh, no. it, it was definitely, you know, it, it caused some, a little bit of commotion, um, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's so fun. I mean, like I said, I would just encourage you to keep thinking outside the box when it comes to those types of things. And the, like I said, these DJs mm-hmm. are just, they're hungry for oh, that breakdown of the chorus, you know, where they chop it up, where mm-hmm. they chop up the vocals. Yeah. That, sh- <laughs> that sounded good with your voice for sure. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, it was fun. I like I was I didn't know what I was expecting either, right? Like we just sent it off and then mm-hmm. we get like ten crazy random remixes and you're like, cool, all right, let's put it out. Right. <laughs> I bet it was really interesting to see that from uh from your perspective of like having made it and being like, Oh, that's cool that they used that part or whatever, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh moving on moving on conversations and this is going to be quite topical because of the time of year, but around this time last year you released a Christmas track. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that as well. That's a great, great idea. Shouts out to you. That is a hot Christmas track. I'm telling you, this one needs to be on. Thank this you. one needs to be playing instead of the Charlie Brown Christmas that I hear all day, every day. What? I love the Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, I, I would love <laughs> it too. It's like this. I feel like my life is Groundhog Day, yo, because I, 
okay yeah that I, makes sense if you work like <laughs> out about i wake up i go to work i turn on my truck and that song is playing on the radio yeah and then i go and then i go the next day and it's playing on the radio i'm like oh my god <laughs> some funny shit but uh but yeah so that's definitely something i want to i want to maybe end uh end the show out with and we'll we'll lead you out with with the christmas yeah. track but just uh just tell us a little bit about the track itself yeah it was really it was interesting because um my boyfriend he's from calgary so he's he's usually in alberta um and so i thought because I, since I'm in Ontario, it's a little bit of a distance. Uh, and so I thought he was going to be mm-hmm. away for Christmas. And he was telling me he probably wasn't going to be in Ontario for Christmas. And obviously, I was upset about it. And so uh, it was. this was August. We were talking about it in <laughs> August. And, like, I don't know. So I, I, I wrote this song in August. I wrote the Christmas song in August. And I tried to, like, conjure mm-hmm. up all the Christmassy emotions that I'd oh. have if he wasn't there <laughs> for Christmas. Um, and then he goes, oh, just kidding. I'm staying here for Christmas. And I was like, oh, well, now the song's kind of irrelevant, but that's fine. I'm glad that I wrote it <laughs> anyways. And uh, yeah, it, it turned out well. And I didn't really expect too much from it because I thought I was just, you know, goofing around at the piano one day. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned Charlie Brown Christmas because that Vince Guaraldi album, like the jazz one, um, I have it on vinyl and it's like this big green vinyl. Like they did it, they did it in green. It's Mm -hmm. really funny. I love looking at it. Um, And in my song, I reference like as Vince Guaraldi plays my dear. And so (laughs) it's just funny that you mentioned the Charlie Brown Christmas. I feel (laughs) like that's just a classic thing that everybody listens to around this time. So I also say with Christmas music, if you're not a jazz fan, I feel like Christmas time is the only time of year where people will voluntarily listen to jazz without knowing it. Yeah, hey, no kidding. I know that. I know for real. It's funny. It's funny. There's like, and there's all these songs too. It's like when I was a kid, I thought that there were so many Christmas songs. I thought there was just like, there's, there's not, really like not no. that many. It's like, there's like a handful. Straight up. Everyone just redoes them. Yeah. I know. It, it's funny. It's funny. I always thought, I was like, man, how do you, how do the DJs even compile? I'm like, no, there's just like a couple. Yeah, of them. right. They're all. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I thought I would I would write one instead of you know covering one because I could always cover one whenever I want. But yeah, it was fun to write one. It was interesting because I wanted to give it that classic jazz sounding harmony that you would hear like chestnuts roasting and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I tried to do that, but yeah. we added a kind of cool groovy backbeat on it, and it sounds pretty neat. Yeah, I really I really love that one actually. That was one of the first ones I started uh, listening too when i was doing some research for this and i i love that of course you know i'm trying to get myself in the christmas spirit so yeah <laughs> that was perfect well that that's really cool so um we're uh we're just rounding the 30 minute mark and I try to wrap things up around this time so people stick with us and and uh listen to the whole thing but i want to give you an opportunity to go ahead and shout out anybody that you want your friends your family your loved ones all that <laughs> um well shout out to my friend's house who i'm like in their bedroom right now doing this because i came over hey. for dinner and i invited myself um i guess <laughs> my parents are a huge support so always to them um because i wouldn't be doing any of this stuff without them so yeah that's you know and i already talked about my boyfriend so i think i've covered all my bases <laughs> all right all right well shouts out to all of them really appreciate anybody that you know anybody's family that pushes them and supports them that's really awesome want to always shout out the moms and the pops for sure 
So respect. Um, And then one more time for all the listeners so they can catch up with you on other platforms after this, where can we find you on social medias? For sure. Everything is Avery Raquel music, except for Twitter. It's real Avery Raquel. Um, And I'm on Spotify, Apple music, and pretty much any streaming service you can possibly think of. And my website is averyraquel.com. And I think that's it. All right. Awesome. Thanks again for uh, coming by the show. I really appreciate it. And I want to just uh, extend welcome to you in the future. Whenever you want to um, come on, just go ahead and give us a, give us a, you know, shoot me a message on Instagram or wherever. Get in touch with us. We want to keep up with you and hear what you've got going on in the future, especially as we uh, await that album. We'll definitely be excited mm-hmm. to hear that and maybe get you on again. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. One more time. Thanks again, Avery Raquel, for stopping by the hot spot. Thank you. And for your for your pleasure this this evening, we're gonna be getting in the Christmas spirit with a nice little original Christmas carol by the woman herself, Avery Raquel. So we're listening to Walking in a Winter Wonderland. Oh, that's a that's not an oh, original. Just kidding. It would be Christmas isn't Christmas if you can find it. That sounded just a little too, you know, yeah, like I maybe Christmas heard it before. isn't Christmas without you here. Oh yeah, okay. I, that's the one I did. With. Okay, we're gonna get it pulled up right now. Awesome. All right. Thanks again for tuning in, y'all. It's your boy, DJ Tykes. Thanks again, Avery. Thank you. The snow is snowing all but what for? That fire is burning bright, my dear. But still no sight of reindeer. Cause Christmas isn't Christmas without you.
All right, everybody. I really appreciate one more time our guest speaker and artist for the night, Avery Raquel. Really appreciate that. That's a beautiful song. And Merry Christmas. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Same to you. Yep. And uh, we look forward to hearing all about your. Again, one more time, shouts out to uh, to you for coming out here and chatting with us. It was a pleasure to get to know you, and I hope that everybody and all of our listeners can go and check your stuff out. Thank you. 